What's up, everybody? Alex here. And before we get the podcast started, I just wanted to say a big thank you to all of you who support the podcast. And if you haven't yet, go ahead and hit that little subscribe button and the notification bell if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, uh, iHeartRadio, anywhere, hit that little subscribe button. Share the podcast with your friends. It's one click for you, but it's a lot of support for us. It helps us Uh, Keep the podcast growing, and the more we can grow, the more we can start getting you more content out there, including the upcoming world-class grappling tournament on October 9th in Orlando, Florida for the Mr. Olympia Expo. We'll be there. I'll be there. Uh, I'll be putting on the show along with my good friend Carlos and a couple other guys, as well as doing a Muay Thai seminar. So please, the more you uh, support the podcast, the more help towards us keeping this going. If you're up at the expo, please stop by. Come snag a photo with me. Uh, if you want to sign up for the tournament, don't forget to use the promo code right down in the description below. With that being said, don't forget to check out all of our awesome sponsors. Go to chocaloha.com. Use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio to get 20% off your entire order. It doesn't matter if the item's on sale or it's brand new. You will get 20% off your entire order on some of the best gear in Jiu-Jitsu. Also, don't forget to check out Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co. Use the promo code JJ Radio and you'll get 15% off your entire order of the soaps that I use including the honey almond uh, liquid soap, which is freaking amazing. I've given a couple of bottles to people. Uh, I've suggested it to a bunch of people, and every single person that's gotten one loves it. All the bars are limited edition, so if you like them, snag a few up. Every once in a while, some get reissued, but if you like one, pick them up. Uh, They're an awesome company, and it's literally the only soap that I use now. I don't go bothering the grocery store with some crappy Dove or any of that other stuff. Get Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co. Use the promo code. Get it at a discount. Also, don't forget, you want to get your gi customized. You want to get your no-gi shorts or rash guard customized. Go to our people over at AJG Fight on Instagram. Hit them up. Let them know we sent you. And they'll hook you up. You can get your gi and your rash guards and your no-gi shorts, whatever, customized, patched up with your own custom design. If you can dream it, they can do it. You'll look professional. You can get your school patch if you want. You can get your own Instagram, TikTok name put on there. Whatever it is that you can come up with, they can do for you. And it's at the best quality possible. Sean's tried other companies. I've tried other companies. And when they reached out to us and said, hey, let us do one of your geese. You'll check it out. Tell us what you think. And, uh, and we'll go from there. Man, everyone that I know has their geese patched up by AJG Fight. And I've never seen one chip up, peel off after the first wash. They're quality, man. So if you want to customize your rash guard or your geese or your geese shorts, whatever, hit up AJG Fight on Instagram. Now, with that being said, today's episode is awesome, man. Uh, As soon as uh, Who's Number One finished, I said, we have to get Amanda Levy on the podcast. She had an amazing show out defeating Gabby Garcia. She was very vocal on what she feels is fair for competitors, and she's an overall amazing competitor. I've been following her since 2019 ADCC. She is super cool to talk to. We had a blast doing this podcast. So without any further ado, Amanda the Giant Slayer Levy.
What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Today, we have an absolute savage joining us, Amanda the Giant Slayer Levy. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing great. Thank you for joining us. I know it was kinda, it's kind of been hectic for you the last uh, week or so, right? Yeah. I've, I don't know how people do social media full-time <laughs> because I'm so sick of it. I mean, I appreciate all the messages so much, but it just it's like... It was so overwhelming. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, I'm trying to respond to everybody, and it was just, it's, it's so awesome. It's like a good problem to have, I guess. So, is it one of those like Instagram famous that just kind of hits you now? Yeah. So my, all my friends are like, oh my gosh, you have thirteen thousand followers now. I started off at like around five thousand something, and right. then after that, it just like blew up. Um, so that's pretty cool. It's, it's cool to be like, I guess Instagram like kind of famous (laughs) so now here's the thing i've known about you for a while but the first time that i saw you compete was actually at adcc in 2019 because i went there and it was funny because i guess circle things around you were competing against anna at the same time gabby was competing on the mats next to you so let's let's kind of go back so the big thing that kind of kicked everything off really was who's number one um press conference and it seemed like you were the only one that had the backbone to call Gabby out on the way in. So what we were discussing is a couple of things. Did it seem that you were the only one that actually had the, the, the guts to say it? Because it seemed as soon as you mentioned it, all of a sudden everybody else wanted in on it. Um, I guess, uh, I think it didn't really matter to everyone because they didn't have her first round. So I don't right. think anyone like else was like too concerned about it yet because they weren't facing it right away where I had to face it right off the bat. Um, so I my whole point was just that I want the world to see how much you how much more she weighs than us. Like I believe there should be a cap off. If this is a heavyweight division, there should be a cap. Like I just personally believe that she wins a lot of her matches because she's so big. She she's I didn't say that one. For once, it wasn't me saying it. Okay, just but, throwing but it out he, there. Here, here's the thing: is is I don't know if you can tell, but I'm a pretty big dude. Um, I can fully, fully, 100% confirm that I win a lot of my matches or anything because I am way bigger than my opponents. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just. A, what's, why you gotta go there? It's not like it's like Pichecha where he's like super big, but he's super technical. Like where I, it would be a little bit more of a pass if you're a little bit more technical. But for me, it just doesn't like look that way in her matches. So let's backtrack it a little bit more. Leading up to the fight, going into the weigh-ins and everything. So what exactly happened? Like, was it one of those things where after you weighed in, you find out, oh, Gabby doesn't have to weigh in or what happened? Yeah, so they were lining us all up to weigh in, and um, they count it, and they're like, oh, there's only seven. And we're like, obviously, Gabby's missing. And uh, one of the girls was like, oh, she didn't weigh in for my match either. She's like, she, And then she showed up five minutes late for, like, the interview. I'm like, really? I'm like, that seems so, like, unprofessional for her because, like, she's been around the game for so long, and she's won so many things. You think that she'd be, like, on time for stuff? But it still wasn't connecting in my head, like, oh, she's not here because she doesn't want to weigh in because she doesn't want the people to see the actual number like of how bigger, how much bigger she is. Right. Then, then it clicked, and I'm like, oh, I'm like she doesn't want everyone to know how bigger, how much bigger she is than us. 
And Clay was like, yeah, you won't catch your dad on a scale. And I'm like, oh, okay. So then I'm like, I'm getting mad because I'm like, why do we have to be here? And she doesn't have to be here yet. I'm like, that's annoying. And um, then they started like the rules meeting where we have questions and stuff. And I'm like sitting next to my boyfriend and my coach. I'm like, I'm about to raise my hand and be like, oh, does Gabby Garcia have to weigh in too? Like we all did because technically we shouldn't have had to weigh in either. Like, I don't care about my weight. Like I will tell you straight up. I walked between 155 and 160. That's my, that's my walk around weight. So, but like when I was like a little bit heavier, like, yeah, I was, I, I'm a girl. So I'm like a little self-conscious of my weight when I was like walking around at like 170, 175 at one point. I was like super self-conscious. So I'm like, dude, it sucks. It's like some of these girls are self-conscious of their weight and they don't want to have to weigh in. Like if Gabby's self-conscious of her weight, why does she get the pass and we don't get a pass? Like right. it was the whole thing. Like, again, not that I care about what my weight is, but it was just the principle for me. No, but it makes sense. Wait, to be fair, and I'm expecting more. I guess I'm the only letter Kenny watcher here. Okay, to be fair, I was waiting for you to start yeah. singing. Um, as an ultra heavyweight, we don't weigh in. Like, like when I do fight to win, I, I well, you know what though, I did weigh in for fight to win. But uh, like when whenever I compete normally, like I don't weigh in. We don't have to, yeah. Yeah, I'll, uh, I just walk on. They just they just check my ID and I get to walk yeah. on by. So like maybe like I could totally see where you're coming from, and but maybe I'm just just being devil's advocate. Maybe she just didn't think it mattered. I, like like I don't. But well, yeah. So that's what that's why I was like saying like the other girls said that they, they she didn't weigh in for their matches. Like uh, I think it was like Clay and Kendall that fought her. Um, but again, yeah, I don't even care that she wasn't weighing in. I just thought that it was annoying that we all had to weigh in, and she, yeah. and she specifically didn't have to weigh in. Like the big- yeah, that is unfair. That's one hundred percent unfair. <clears throat> yeah. So then after that, I'm like, yeah, like I said, I was sitting at the rules meeting. I'm like, tell my boyfriend, I'm like, I'm about to raise my hand and ask if the Gabby's gonna have to weigh in, and he's like, no, don't do it yet. And then um, he's like, go to the press conference. Smart so, move. Smart yeah. move. I was like, all right. So we get to the table, and I see her walk in, and she's. She's very arrogant in person. Like, I did not expect this from her. Like, I met her one, once before, and she seemed nice and stuff. But, like, she walked in so arrogantly, and I'm like, this is a joke. Like, this is annoying. So she walks up to the table. We're all sitting there. And then they reveal the bracket in front of us. But I already had an idea that I was going to be fighting her because someone came out with, like, the odds. And I was, like, seated eighth, which that's, like, another thing. I don't know how I was seated the last yeah when I won trials in 2019, which I get, I haven't been active in like jujitsu a lot, but like I just won trials and I thought I beat uh, clay before and I beat, or I won against uh, Anna. The but I mean, not to mention 20, was it the, you were world champion, no gi world champ in purple and brown belt. Yeah. Like no offense to like Amanda Lowen, but like, I don't even really know what she's won and I didn't really know of her until they announced her name in like the bracket. I'm like, damn, I mean, at least I should be seventh. Like I, I didn't yeah. seem like put eighth, but that's a whole other story. Um, so anyway, then at the press conference, when they revealed the bracket, I wasn't shocked. I already knew. Um, but it was cool that the other girls dropped, like ended up jumping in too. And she obviously had no answers for why. And, and I found out it really wasn't in her contract. Like she, there was nothing in her contract that said she didn't have to come to weigh in. And I get it. They wanted it like the publicity of like, oh, I stepping on the scale, like flex in, whatever we did, you know, yeah. or whatever. But still, so that was just annoying. You know, so you- hold on. So 
Because when you two started going back and forth at the press conference, she was very arrogant about the, well, when you win as many championships as I do, you can put whatever you want on the contract. But I was like, wait a minute. That, and even Anna jumped in and saying, no, we all have the exact same contract. Yeah. And she was like, don't be a pussy. And I'm like, hey, what does being a pussy have to do with stepping on a scale? <laughs> See, that's where I'm surprised you kind of didn't trip back with like, well, I don't fight 50-year-old grandmas. Like, I'm yeah. like, I was hoping someone was just going to throw that out there. But it's all right. <laughs> well, there will be other opportunities. Yeah. So I was just like, what does that have to do with anything of stepping on a scale? Like, just let everyone know how much you weigh. Because all the other girls are, are just as annoyed that you're in this division as – like anyone else's like we're just annoyed that there's you don't see a huge weight gap in the men's division like this yeah right you never see i mean unless it was like an absolute division you would never see like a smaller guy going against someone who has 100 pounds on another guy unless it was an absolute division it just doesn't happen the closest that i can remember was when they did that ufc pride uh event where jay-z fought anthony smith you remember sean yeah it was what like a Two years well, ago, it was no. That was that was the uh, well, yeah. The, but that was his choice. Yeah, like they 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 chose to put out there. Like the only people that I see do that are the people that it's their choice. Like Pahumpa will sometimes do the ultra heavyweight division, yeah. and uh, Mikey uh, at Pans last year did super heavyweight for some unknown reason, which is which is really weird. But you don't see that big of a gap unless it's an absolute. And, yeah. and otherwise, it's it just it really is an unfair advantage. And, and as a big dude, I know this for a fact. It's an unfair advantage. Yeah. So like, I knew what I don't get me wrong. I knew what I was signing up for. I was actually excited to go against that because I want to go. I wanted to go against her for like the reason that I've seen so many girls that I've competed against go against her and how they did. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I think I could like actually beat Gabby. Um, and that was like one. That was like the main reason I wanted to fight her. I'm like, damn, this is gonna be such a cool opportunity to fight her because she's so much bigger. She has so many more, so much, like so many more accomplishments. And then she's fought girls that I've fought, and it was like just cool seeing other girls go against her and like their specific style and how they tried to beat her. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let's let's do it. I wanted to fight her at 2019 uh, or 2020 uh, ADCC. Um, but I lost my first match to Anna. I was actually like dying that, that I didn't win my first match because I wanted to go against Gabby that badly. So here, back to the back to the seeding, the eighth seed. Now, do you think part of that thing, that whole thing, is the whole like it comes down to like athlete popularity as far as like Instagram and and social media presence of that nature? Because Flo seems to be more. What's the word I'm looking for? Getting towards clickbait. Well, I mean, yeah, I, but you know, they're like, like they want to be like the their hip or whatever. Yeah. They 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 don't pay attention to the actual athletes, if that makes sense, and more attention to their Instagram following or or whatever. It, it just it it doesn't seem right that a ADC trial ADCC trials winner should be seated eighth. Yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> like I was like first thing like I. And I didn't like we did great in trials too. And I was uh I don't know, I just expected to be seated like at least seven. Like well, I you guess had, like, well, it's gonna change now because now you're up at thirteen grand. Yeah. <laughs> Thirteen thousand followers. But I mean so, like yeah, even like ADCC trials, you were you were killing it. You had the the awesome like arm bar, was it on was it on Maggie? You threw yeah. the arm bar on? Like I mean, 
that's that's what I think. It's one of those things. Like like I said, I saw you at ADCC, and that's when I started backtracking more. It's like, like this is like a sleeper. This is a sleeper where people haven't realized yet, like the the talent that you have, and especially after seeing like you won worlds, and it's coming up against this match. I was like, oh, oh, this one's gonna be good because I didn't think that you'd have the kind of that predetermined like gave up because it's like oh it's gabby i'm just gonna get squashed and walked away it's like you've you've had some enough challenges where i think you would have gone for the challenge when you let's when you were still in the rules meeting because this is another thing that we were discussing what what did they tell you was the actual rules did they say oh we're going adcc based or they specifically went down the line said this is this is this this is points this is whatever um so they were basically just saying that they want us to fight that they, they, you could, which was like kind of confusing too, I guess, because they said they were going to judge it kind of based, based off every five minutes. And then you like guys heard it as like they would come over the um, loudspeaker and say, judges favor so-and-so, judges favor so-and-so every, the, the first uh, 10 minutes. Um, but you could also be favored twice and still lose, they said. Mm. So it was also like, I don't know. I mean, like, the rule set was cool because it, they wanted you to fight, and, and that's what I like to do. Like, I don't like the whole, like, waiting for points. Like, I hate points in general because everyone just holds, lays, and prays. Um, and then so I like sub only just because I feel like it just opens up a lot more opportunity for everybody. You're not as nervous about, like, getting stuck in a position. You, you're more willing to, like, give up a position, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I always did better in that rule set, so that's kind of how I treated it was more of like just going out there and fighting. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. Um, but it was really cool because uh, they do make you feel like a professional when you're there. You know, they, they do give you a good uh, good treatment of, uh, with who's number one. Oh, that's awesome. No, that's good. So from your experience in training, how much do you think she weighed? Um. So uh, my boyfriend thinks he weighed heavier, but I was saying 275. Um, we heard that when she's like shredded, that she was, when she's like cut and everything, she's like 260 something. And she was not cut. Like she, I mean, if, if you guys watched the match, like she kind of like had like a, a little bit of a gut on her. Yeah. Um, she just looked bigger. She didn't look like shredded. Like, you know, sometimes she like looks shredded for like MMA fights and stuff, I guess. Yeah. I don't even know. Um, but, yeah, so I think she was 270. My boyfriend thinks she was higher, and so is my coach. I think they think like 280 something. I would so. I would agree with it. I mean, like again, like seeing her like a foot away at ADCC, like she had to be like 280. Like, well, like she made me look like I was 125 pounds. <laughs> so like I never looked that tiny ever, ever, yeah. ever. Like I usually look bigger than those girls that I go against because I'm like 155, 160. Um, so the fact that she made me look so funny, I'm like, look at it, look at this. <laughs> this is the photo I use now. No. Were you yeah. were you surprised that she pulled guard? So my boyfriend did so much research on her videos, and he saw a video of her saying how she wants to start sitting guard and, and playing a guard game more. So we planned for her to sit guard. Like, we, shut the front door. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Way to throw yourself under the bus. <laughs> I cannot tell you guys enough how. So after the press conference, we went and like just to the gym and just like drilled a couple moves. And every single move we did, we did in the match. It was actually insane. An hour after the match, me and my boyfriend were just sitting on the mat in silence. And he just goes, 
I can't believe how every single thing worked. And I'm like, dude, oh, that's exactly what, what I was just thinking. And then Jay, who was commentating, but he cornered me, he comes out and he goes, guys, everything. We're like, we know. It was so insane. It was almost like we wrote it into like the universe and, or like gave it a script to a director and just played it out. That's exactly how the match went. Did you get any any video from that warm up? You get your little Conor McGregor, Jose Aldo moment. Yeah, no, I wish we, I wish we would have, because literally, when I shoot you not, it was every single thing we went over was what happened in the match. When you finally felt like her her strength, like what what did you think? Is this like what you expected? Or was it like, well, this is way worse, or or what? Um, so when she like first like got me with like a hard collar tie, I was like, oh, this sucks. Um, <laughs> And so, like, I, I kind of like blacked out during this match. <laughs> so I rewatched the match later, and I was like, "Wow, I do not remember this. Do not remember that." Um, so, like, the distinct the parts that I remember is the first collar tie, and I re remember being five minutes in, and my coach going, "You're five minutes in, kid," and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm only five minutes in!" Like, I was like dying after five minutes. I guess because she's so big, and I'm not used to going with people so so much bigger than me. That like, because I thought my cardio was great. I take pride in my in my conditioning. Like, that is one thing in fights and grappling matches. Like, I my conditioning is always like a plus. Never have a problem with it. And I, when he said five minutes in, I'm like, oh holy shit, <laughs> just five minutes in. And then the other moment that I remember was being underneath her, and when she was like putting her shoulder in and stuff like that, and like it was just like blocking my airway. And like now I know why girls like break underneath her because that sucks so badly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she was, um, strong in the sense of too, like, even when I got the choke on, I legit, like when you usually get a choke on, you can kind of feel your arm like coming into you. I just felt like I was squeezing and nothing was happening. I don't know her face was purple and everyone's like, but her face was purple. And I'm like, dude, I am telling you, I felt like I was choking a tree. Like just not, nothing was moving. It's like one of those bad dreams where like you're trying to fight someone, but all your, your hits feel like pillows. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what's funny is is the 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 whole event event there it it kind of reminds me of the year that Tammy uh, Tammy Musumeci broke her arm got her arm broke in the finals was uh, against what, Nicolini. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But it was like 2014, 2015, maybe yeah. maybe even earlier. Um, but because uh, that was back when she was training with with us. Yeah. But um, that was the story of the tournament, like. Or, or like that was like one of the biggest takeaways of that tournament. She didn't win, but she was the most talked about person or match of that tournament. This is kind of similar for you because it's like it was an incredible event. All kinds of upsets and 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 weird matches and, and incredible things. But you're the you're the big story of the event. It, it, it's it's very similar to that Tammy thing is, is it, has it kind of like how I, I'm sure we're not the first one that you've done the first podcast that you've done, but yeah, how many, <laughs> what's that? You guys are the first one. Oh, oh really? Nice. Cheers. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Um, but have you had, has, has a lot of people been reaching out saying we need to get you on, we need to talk to say your story, tell your story and things of that nature. Yeah. So I have like a, uh, like four or five on Tuesday that I'm doing. No, look um, at you. Now they, now you got to get those chops going. I picked a day and I was like, all right, I'm trying to schedule out one day. Cause I, I'm like, it's such a pain, like trying to go like 
in between like training sessions or something like like I don't want to like have to worry about going to training so I'm like I'm trying to schedule a day where I just knock them all out one after another <laughs> um but You're sometimes like, so this is a perfect day too for uh a good podcast. No, they're, thank they're you gonna for give doing you a it. lot of the same questions. <laughs> so, so you're getting practice. We're, we're get them out of the way. This story does not get old for me to tell. <laughs> well, you know what I was thinking is, I know that you're you're transitioning more into focusing more on MMA, and you're going to be doing less grappling matches, which I think it's kind of a loss because I mean, where Gilbert Burns is a close friend of mine, and he's going back and forth, back and forth. I think he signed up for BJJ Fanatics, or not BJJ Fanatics, uh, Superstars, whatever it is. So with this win, even though you didn't win overall, but you had the underdog story, do you see this already kind of getting played up for your MMA career, like for the next fight? Um, yeah, so I hope that like the PFL kind of takes this and runs with it. Um just because it'll be cool. I think Kayla Harrison's probably going to end up moving out of the PFL. Yeah. Um, so it'll be cool if they like use that story to help build me up in the PFL. Um, but yeah, I just don't get sick of telling the story. So I'm, I might just keep the name Giant Slayer after this one. <laughs> oh, 100% like, you should. 100%. Listen, if I could, I'd have a shirt right now for sure. I'm going to make sure. That's my, that's my oh, next thing. Let me know. I'll, I'll pick one up for sure. Because listen, it's you know something that you said at the very beginning, and I've gotten shit for it. Sorry, Nana. I had to curse on that one. Um, <laughs> is I agree with you that if it wasn't for her size, technically speaking, she wouldn't have the accolades that she does. Because the way that I've always seen it is it's a simple takedown, like just tumble someone over. Lay on them, go for the Kimura, done. That's it. That's really what I see. And otherwise, you end up something like she did the match with Elizabeth Clay, where it's just going to just keep going and nothing's really going to happen. So I agree with you on that one. But were you, did the match itself really cement that idea for you? Or did, did you give her a little bit more credit than you originally did? Um, so in my head, I think I, well, I always knew that I didn't think her technique was up to par with the regular, the other girls in the division. I always thought that. Um, but when I woke up the next <laughs> the next morning after the press conference, I'm like, shit. <laughs> um, I might have poked the bear. Yeah, you know what it was? It was like the size difference was scaring me because I'm like, if I get hurt, like my MMA career is going to be so done. Like, that's going to suck. So I was more afraid of just getting hurt because of her size rather than her herself if that makes sense yeah like i wasn't intimidated by her i was intimidated by her size of and, yeah. and possibly getting hurt um and that's like another reason why i don't think she should be in the division is because the what like she's a hundred has a hundred pounds on all of us yeah the possibility of getting hurt is like so much more than if it was just like us going against each other. Yeah. All the girls in the other division, we all are around the same weight. I think the heaviest one might have been Kendall. Yeah. She, by the way, Kendall is a tall, big girl. Like, easy, I didn't notice- easy on the words, Sean. Careful, well, careful, well, careful on the adjectives, buddy. I'm not, I'm playing. I saw her at the pans, yeah. and I was like, man, that's a. I didn't know who it was, <laughs> but I was like, man, that's that chick is big. <laughs> what what do you think she weighs? Um, I was I was uh, talking to one of my buddies. He's like, I don't know, 160, 170. I don't know. But I was surprised at how like 
tall she was. Yeah, um, I actually think she looked, she looked thinner to me than she did previously. Um, I fought her in like the 2017 trials. Um, she was a lot heavier then, and I was like, I was lighter then. I was like around 150 then, and I think she was like close to 200 then. Um, she might have been 200. I don't even, I don't even know her weight. I just know she was a lot bigger than me. Um, but she, I think she lost a lot of weight since then. Like she looks like like when I saw her at who's number one, I was like, oh damn, she, I'm like she's she looks good. Like looks a lot better. Like more like fit and um, than bigger, I guess you could say. So. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's just, you know, it, it seems like there could be a division for of like, what would you say? Nine, what, 88 kilos and above. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what there needs to be for, for the who's number one. Well, I think even, I know like ADCC, like the women's division is only two women's division. Yeah. I just wish they would just add a third one and just have a middleweight, like do a yeah. middleweight heavyweight. It makes sense. I mean, it'd be good. I think now we're getting to see more and more. I think the women's grappling side of things is getting more exposure. For sure, your match is definitely helping that out. I mean, after that, I think, you know, we talked about it. Yeah, Caden and Ty Rotolo won, but at the end of the day, you're still the big story. Even uh, Couch replacing Thor. That was a, that's a crazy story, but it still doesn't overlap what you did. So I think, if anything, this is going to... This is probably going to propel you where you're going to get a couple of extra invites and uh, in whatever call-outs for a match outside of MMA. Yeah, so um, I was going to, yeah, like we were talking about, I was going to use this as my exit for, like, <laughs> MMA. Yeah. And then I looked at the flow rankings, and they had me as, like, number six. And I'm like, oh, do I really want to drop out? Because yeah. <laughs> like, now, <laughs> now I'm feeling a little motivated. <laughs> but, I mean, you can still go. Have you had any, any conversations lately with PFL? Um, oh, yeah, so the thing with PFL is they don't mind me doing grappling matches. Um, it just They don't want it too much before I'm going to fight, and they just want to know if I'm doing something. So, like, I, I signed with them after I signed the contract for who's number one, so I told them I was doing this, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's fine, it's cool, go for it. So do you have an idea on the next fight? Uh, not yet. We're working on, like, a deal with them to try to uh, see what's in the future for uh, the next year, but we'll see. Well, it's funny because your first fight, uh, was Miranda Barber in PFL. And we actually have seen her going up the ranks in amateur because she fought in XFN, and that's where uh, Sean does commentating for. Oh, okay. So it's funny when I watched that fight, I was like, oh, oh, that's that's tough. That's tough for her because, like, that was a good match for you. You you came in and really started whooping that ass. Yeah, and you got rocked on that one too, right? Yeah. Um, so I wanted to practice like my stand up a little bit more because I still feel like I just don't have the experience as like the other girls in the division for stand up wise. I have like a boxing match, I have a kickboxing match, um, and then I have my two MMA fights, um, and then I just had this one. But like I just still feel like I need that experience. So I wanted to at least keep the first round on the feet just to see how I would do. I was actually winning on my yeah. feet, like strike wise. Um, on the, the they were counting everything, and then I just did one punch. That's all it takes. <laughs> yeah. But um, once I grabbed her leg and I took her down, I knew it was kind of smooth sailing from there. It's like I got this. We're good here. You know, you this know is home. <laughs> it was I lost. I lost like, the choke and in my head. I'm like, oh crap! I probably only have like ten seconds left. And then I heard my coach go, "You have sixty seconds." I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Gonna have to do this. You know, I was we were I was having a conversation. So I have a couple of my students are 
getting ready to fight and um and i and you you uh and i was talking with jay-z cavalcante um i don't i'm sure anyways he we were talking about he um like he he was a grappler that's what his base was in luta livre and then he fell in love with the knockout like he got a few knockouts and he fell in love with the feeling and we were having a discussion on what is a better strategy for mma is it to do you dance with the girl you brought to the prom which is, you know, do you just try to grapple or do you, you know, do you dabble with, you know, whoever's else there that's sitting in the stands? So it's like, you know, is it, is it like prudent to, to, to play on your feet or is it just better to just get that win out of the way? What, I mean, what, what made you go, uh, let's, let's give it a shot. Uh, so for me, like, I want to be a mixed martial artist. I mean, I don't want to be, like, a just a jiu-jitsu person. So, like, I want to be able to, like, start building other skills besides jiu-jitsu just in case there comes a time that I cannot take someone down and I have to stay on my feet. I don't want to be clueless on my feet. So that, that was another reason why. But, again, like, I just want to be a well-rounded mixed martial artist. Um, I will continue to use my jiu-jitsu, don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> but for, like, that fight, too. Um, I just felt very prepared. Like, I, if I was probably going against a, a legit, like, legit high stakes, like, striker, I probably would just go right there. Like, Clarissa Shields, if I was going to I'm taking her down. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, just because she has the accolades of, like, well, um, easy, easy. Don't, don't pull the Gabby card and start telling people what you're planning on doing. All right. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah. take something from that <laughs> match. <laughs> I will be striking oh. Clarissa Shields the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, like I said, it's just I just wanted that first round experience of just like getting my feet wet on a professional like stage like that. And after that, my whole game was to take her down. But it just came a little quicker than. <laughs> when, when, but when when that shot landed, where you're like, uh oh, I shouldn't have. I should've. <laughs> You know what? I didn't have any regrets. It was just like I was amazed how weird it felt that my leg just turned off because I was completely still there aware of everything that was going on. Like you can see my eyes are like straight wide open. I even ducked one punch. I just remember being like, where are my legs at? And then afterwards, I was like, that was such a cool feeling. Just like totally having like it switch off like that it was insane. Yeah, it's a it's a funky thing. I always tell people if you ever play like a, a boxing game. And you see when they like simulate the knockout, everything just goes like everything just kind of when it gets rocked, they always kind of do a like a tunnel vision. Like it's very much like that, except you have no clue where like your body is at. It's like, I see it. I just can't do anything about it. It's not a fun feeling. I don't know. It's it's crazy how that switch is just like that. But you kept on pushing through it. Is it one of those things like how long did it take you to kind of start recovering and regaining all your facets? Um, pretty quickly, actually. Once I got knocked down and I tried to get back up and trying to push me down again, um, I was like already grabbing the leg and I, I already knew I felt felt way better. Like I felt my legs felt like they they came right back and I was already going for the thing. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, I was I was gonna ask you, and I know you said it in interviews in the in the past that one of the things that you really worked hard on is like your mental conditioning and like your mental strength. What was going on through your head? Or do you feel that maybe like 
the old you wouldn't have been able to handle that pressure from like when you saw that you were competing against Gabby or did you see the growth that you had as an as an athlete on like, okay, this is how I'm going to approach this and this is how I need to like think about this? Um, so I think it was just like a change of like the way I look at the fight. So um, the whole mindset thing I actually started working with um it's called like uh i don't know if you guys ever heard of the wrestling podcast like wrestling mindset yeah um so the one guy mike he is working with me and he basically just like talks you into how to be like excited for the match instead of being nervous for the match so being happy that happy and like excited to compete rather than being nervous and afraid um so i started working with him right before my pfl uh debut and I have never felt mentally more prepared in my life for anything. Um, and then when I knew I was fighting Gabby and stuff, he was like talking to me about it. He said, this is a great like experience. You have nothing to lose. You know, you have everything to gain from this match. Like you literally have nothing to lose. Like if you lose, like everyone's like, oh, well, you, she has a hundred pounds on you. So obviously you're, you know, there's that. But if you win, it's just like you won, you beat a, a four time ADCC champion. Um, but it's, again, it's just like a total mindset change of how I'm going into competing. Like I feel a lot lighter in how I go about competing where I put so much pressure on myself before I started working on my mindset. Um, I think it's like one of, I, a lot of people's problem is we're all our biggest enemy and you know, when it comes to like criticizing ourselves and the way we compete and stuff. Like now I go out there and I have fun with competing where before I was just like putting so much pressure on myself and I'm like. Why, why, don't, why am I doing this if it's not fun for me? So now I'm like going out there having fun and getting it done. No, that's awesome. Do you, um, do you have any piece of advice? Because I know there's so many people. I mean, Sean coaches. Uh, I teach striking. And then there's so many people that always come up and say like they're, they're afraid to compete. They're so nervous. I've never had the issue to be nervous because I just don't care. I just go for it. But there's so many people that hold it to to such a stress level that it kills them before they even step foot on, on the mat. What would you say is your best piece of advice to, to kind of get that switch like you had it? Um, so I, I don't know if this is people's problems, but it was one of my biggest problems is that like I felt like I owed everybody a good performance where right. I don't owe anybody anything. They can all kiss my butt. They don't, I don't owe anyone anything anymore. I owe myself the, the, the opportunity to go out there and to do my best. And if it's not my day, it's not my day. But I don't know anybody, anything else. That's awesome. I like that. By the by the way, so uh, one of the one of the girls that goes to my school, her name is Kimmy. Alex knows who she is. She's about this tall. Yeah, she's literally <laughs> she's shorter than five feet. She she might weigh a hundred pounds, maybe. Um, she texted me yesterday and there's there, there's going to be a kickboxing tournament yeah um and she she goes i want to do this i go what is your she goes what is your advice she goes should i compete i go well i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you the same thing i tell everybody do you want to compete it's not let me, my let choice. me give you some advice do not go to sean for kickboxing advice that's that's no, the advice i'll not, give you no well i'm not she wasn't looking at me for kickboxing advice she was looking at me for just advice about competition even then I, just don't just don't don't go to sean for advice better to come to me than you sucker i'd never said to come to me for sure <laughs> don't come to me either i am not your guy 
But uh, yeah, so she like she and I said, look, there's there's when it comes to competition, I don't tell people to compete or not to compete. It's not up to me. I go like when they when they always they always ask me, should I compete? Should I compete? I go, do you want to? Because if you want to, then do it. But if, don't wait until you're ready, because yeah. the moment that moment will never arrive. You're never going to feel uh, equipped enough. You're not going to feel trained enough. It's all going to be one of those things where you're like, oh, I'm just not ready. I'm just not ready. Well, you're never going to be ready. So I, I, Look I told Patton him over here with the good advice. <laughs> well, it's true. It's true. It, <laughs> it's anything. Like, you just got to go for it. There's never, there's never a right time. <laughs> so are you, are you going to do the worlds this weekend? The IBJJF? Um, so I was like, I'm actually looking into like other tournaments and trying to see what's out there. So I'm like, damn, I really want to compete now. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I got to strike when the iron's hot. I got a tournament coming up this weekend. You can win a thousand bucks on There's ADCC okay. rules. That's actual ADCC rules. But that's up in Orlando, the Olympia. So if you want to go, let me in. I'll get you. I'll get you a free registration. No. You guys didn't hear about that. Don't don't worry about that. <laughs> so listen, I'm gonna step a little bit to the side here. I'm gonna pull the bro card because it sounded to me that your boyfriend really helped you out on on, on the last couple of things here. Really helped you on that. If you want to give him a shout out and just say how awesome he is, you, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, you know, really get a little ego boost for the guy. Come on. <laughs> It is the best. I, he's like a head So when I get ready for my MMA place, like he meal prep everything. He's such a good chef, like such a great cook. Um, so he meal preps everything. We'll have my bag packed for me in the morning. All my meals. He's a heaven set. I've never had easier weight cuts in my entire life. Just because he does literally everything and he just tells me what to eat. I'm like, cool. So he wrestled all of his life since he was four. Um, and then he went to college. Um, I think he like got kicked out <laughs> first year or whatever. Um, but he wrestled uh, in in college at a D three school. But they taught him how to, to actually cut weight properly, which you don't really see much of in like the jiu jitsu community. Yeah, for sure. Um, or I mean, even the regular wrestling community for like grade school and high school, like kids are like killing themselves to freaking cut yeah. weight. Um, so they taught him how to properly do it. So he's just getting that knowledge and he's helped me out with it um and then he's really good at like talking me out of like a bad mindset too like that morning i'm like i woke up i'm like oh. and, he, and his like un, undying like faith in me is like crazy ridiculous <laughs> um and uh yeah he's just the best <laughs> shout out to the boyfriend of the year right there yeah good for you buddy that's a good christmas present coming for you yeah so then, what's your what's your game plan now? Since since you said you're now you're kind of getting that that urge to to do a little bit more grappling, like what's uh what are you thinking? Um, so we'll see. So I actually think I have a little bit of an injury that I'm gonna get checked out next week. Oh, um, knock on wood. I hope you're good. Yeah. So I think I might have a stress fracture, um, in my like, uh, my shin. Um, so I had them before, and and this pain's kind of similar, and ironically happened. I think we're in the Gabby match. I'm not sure though. Like, the next morning I woke up, I couldn't walk. So, and I was actually like <laughs> contemplating dropping out of third place. Cause I'm like, man, I, my whole body was just wrecked. I've never felt worse after competing ever in my life. Everything was sore. I had knots all in my back that were like, actually like 
painful to even take a deep breath in. Ooh. And then I was limping on my leg. And I'm like, mm, should I like drop it? I'm like, no, whatever. I'm like, I'll just go suck it up. I'm like, it's just one day of like matches. We'll see how I do. Um, but the problem was too, uh, after I beat Gabby, I physically couldn't recover, but then I mentally was checked out. Yeah. So that I was your win. That was the, that was your tournament right there. Was beating her was your tournament. It's it, it, and I get that mindset if that's what you mean. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I meant. So when we had that time in between too, it was like so hard because once my body cooled down, everything started hurting. I'm like we, we like got back to the hotel because we had like a couple hours. I'm like laying in bed and I'm like, I really want to get up and compete. Like I just I just did something most people don't ever do. So. <laughs> I just come up with something really great. Do I have to go and compete again? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I love competing. It was just so hard to, to mentally pump myself up after a win like that. Well, I mean, even the match you had with, with Aaron, I mean, that one looked tough. So I was going to ask you, too. There was a part where she was like you were going for the leg, but she kind of have like the like a side control for you like it looked like maybe that was bothering you like because she did have pressure on your shin and stuff like that was that starting where you were kind of feeling it um no so i legit didn't feel it until the next morning oh wow yeah so aaron was later that on sunday morning yeah um, where like i legit sunday morning i woke up and i like felt it right off the bat um Rafaela was like the night after gabby so like that was like i fought her previously i beat her um by a decision um but it was just so hard for me to physically come back from it. I was just spent. I spent like everything after that yeah. heavy match. Um, and those were both like 20 minute matches. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's another thing too. Like, I don't know if I like 15 minutes. I think 10 minutes would probably be better. Yeah. Um, just because one, like when you get people that stall, it, it is like super obnoxious to have to be like in a 15 minute match with people that stall. And then I think that if you could, you could pick up a, a clear to like winner after 10 minutes, 10 minutes shouldn't be a, a problem for picking a winner. I think. Did you, did you get to watch a lot of the matches or were you just too busy? Yeah. So I watched some of them, um, more of people that I, uh, actually like know more personally, like the competitors and stuff like Grace, Thundrum, uh, John Blank, uh, so like they, they, we stuck around for their matches, and then after that, we were like, "All right, let's go." Was <laughs> what happened to uh, to John Blank though? Because they got injured, but I didn't see what the injury was. Um, he popped his knee when he was going for an Ah, uh, yeah, that's what we were thinking, right? Yeah. Was, was there? Yeah. Was there any matches that that like? Or, or, I don't know if you've watched them since or anything. Was there any that you were just? just like amazed that that you got that you were like oh wow that was so good um dude the one of the the women they were super entertaining like yeah. their matches were like awesome <laughs> like that was one division i think that all that no one dropped out of that didn't change from when they first put it together like those girls are killers and little girls are freaking killers and every match i, I enjoyed watching from them because they're so fast and they're all so technical See, I was saying, like, we always talk about it. It's more and more the women's matches are becoming more exciting and more fun to watch than the, the guys' matches. You know what, too? My problem is I'm not, um, I'm not a fan of, like, I'm not, like, a 
spectator of jiu-jitsu. Like, I don't oh, like... dare watching, you? I know. I don't like watching jiu-jitsu matches. So, like, the only time I like to watch them is if they're people that I, I know personally. Um, it's, like, so funny that I'm, like, in a sport that I hate watching. <laughs> like, I, I love mean, watching wrestling matches. I think they're entertaining as hell. Like, especially, it, like, top-level, like, wrestling. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Because they're fast-paced, action-packed, and it holds my attention. When I get to, like, jiu-jitsu matches, I'm like... That's so funny. It's like one of the, like the top athletes in jiu-jitsu in the world. Like, meh, I'm good. We're I know. Good. It sounds so cool. Everyone's probably like, she's in. this is a girl. And I'm like, I, dude, I cannot freaking watch it. I don't know no. why. There's a, there's a lot of people. I mean, I, I say it a lot. It's like some matches, are like I just don't bother. I'm like, why? I know exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be someone's going to pull 50-50. They're going to sit there and then be done with it. And then they're just going to constantly go back and forth. Even some some combat jiu-jitsu matches where it's just like, all right, I'm, I'm here for the slaps, the three slaps, the sub, and then we're done. Let's keep going. You know what's funny is I was that way. Where, like, you know me. I'm terrible with names. When you you, you pull, yeah. tell people, you tell me, you tell me names, like, I don't know. But, like, over the – I would say over the last couple – the you know, I guess over COVID – more and more i watch more and more matches and i started kind of enjoying it more so i i turn on flow more than i used to but um but and, and but but that whole the whole event last weekend was 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 awesome i thought the whole setup i like the two-day tournament style like it gave you something to look forward to it, it was um i thought it was pretty good and i wonder if it was successful for them like i wonder if they they had a lot of people tune in for who's number one? Yeah, like for like, sure. I, but I'm for like I'm, I'm, sure. I was one. I'd love to know what the day to day number, the view numbers were, because that'd be interesting to find out how many people were watching that. But obviously, what is it? Seven thousand watched your match at least. Yeah. Yeah, the one on uh, Facebook that they posted, I'm pretty sure has like a million views on it. <laughs> Better get that YouTube wow. money. Wow, gotta get that YouTube money rolling. Yeah, uh, so they did an awesome job of putting it together. Like everything ran so smoothly, and you were all like, you knew you were, when you were coming up. Like it, it was just like it was super well run. It was it was really nice um, and a really nice event, and the crowd was freaking awesome. Um, you were especially during my match. I literally loved the crowd so much. Like, this was so cool because any little thing that I did, like that was like, like <laughs> I did that was good. It was just like. Wow! Yeah! So, <laughs> this is so cool. It's so bad. It's like that one kid finally is beating up the school bully, so everyone's like, "Yeah, fuck him up." Yeah. And then, um, especially the last, so like when you see me celebrating on her face, saw me celebrating on her back. So like, like I look up and I saw like eight seconds left on the clock, and I was like, "Oh!" And then I'm like, "Yeah, I saw that." I was like, "Um." What's going on here? You got like 10 more seconds to go. It's like, no, I got this. We're good. Yeah. And then it was like cool because the crowd got like extra into it with, with that. And then my boyfriend's like, man, thank God. Like everyone was screaming at that point. He's like, because I was still telling you to finish her, even though there was only eight seconds left. <laughs> you think you would have been able to put it off? Like, cause it looked like she even, it looked like it was in, but once at least she had her hand in, it looked like it was just one of those things where you wanted her to just gas out before you did. Yeah, it was so hard to finish. Like, when she had her arms in, like, her fingers in, I just knew, like, I was going to have trouble finishing it. Man, I don't know. That was an awesome match. That's that's one of those matches that's going to go down in history. That's the that's the cool part. Yeah, I really don't get sick of talking about it, so I, I just want to <laughs> I'm like, I'm probably annoying everybody. I actually stopped. I'm like, all right, on Instagram, I'm like, I'm 
I'm gonna stop posting pictures for a little bit because I'm pretty sure. No, write it out. Overdoing it. <laughs> no, write it out. Listen, that's what I was like telling you too. It's like I've worked with a lot of fighters on their social media and stuff like that, and a lot of people do that, where it's like they'll post Monday, maybe Tuesday, and then that's it. But no, I it's. I don't think that you've seen the last of the highlights of that. And I think it's going to ride a peak and even more so, you know, if you decide, let's say you get into ADCC, like, I mean, man, that's going to be something that's going to be going on for, for a while. And even on the next fight, I guarantee you, I guarantee you on your next MMA fight, that's going to pop up. It doesn't matter who you face. It's going to pop up. Like It is what it is. It's, it's almost, and I'm not trying to, to, oversell it or or kind of you know like give you a big head on it but it would be the equivalent for you to like eddie bravo beating uh what's his face beating hoist at adcc it's that it's that pivotal Hoyler. moment hoyler where it's that <laughs> pivotal moment where it just goes now you're on the next level where people know who you are for sure you're not going to be walking around another ibjjf tournament without someone knowing who you are without a doubt it was really cool too. Like I had like little kids coming up to me, like to sign stuff, and I I couldn't even hold the pen. I was trying to hold the pen and I couldn't grip the pen. I'm like apologizing to the girl. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't hold your pen. <laughs> <laughs> See me tomorrow. Yeah, and, um, yeah. But it was just it's just one of those things. I'm just like, this is such a cool experience. Um, as everyone's made it so cool too. Like everyone just wants to know more about it, so it it makes me feel a little better when I'm talking about it or over talking about it. <laughs> Um, that everyone, everyone wants to know. So that makes it cool. So, so after watching it, if there, is there one thing that you would have changed or is there anything that you would have changed in that match to, to maybe get the finish that so I, you, yeah. So I wish I would have knew her face was purple that maybe I would have been able to find some like extra, like, to it. um, just because like it would have been cool submitting her, um, because no one submitted her before. Um, but also, someone said to me, honestly, it was better that you didn't finish her because then it wasn't a fluke. Like, you got to her back multiple times. So no one could say, like, oh, yeah, it was kind of like a fluke thing. Like, you just won off of just getting her back real quick. Because I think I got her in her back, like, four minutes in or something. Yeah. Um, and they were like, yeah, it was. It might have been better this way just so that people would have knew that you were, like, legit and that you – out technique her the whole match instead of just at one 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 four minutes in or whatever. Yeah. Plus you cut out any bullshit excuses from her end of things where she can come by afterwards, oh I was injured or oh I was sick, but you know, I'm professional. I'm going to keep going. Like no. Like you said you were good to go. You said you were the best of the best. You can claim whatever you want in your contract. I mean now you could sit there and say that to her be like, I want whatever I want in my contract. I don't have to weigh in. I'm just coming in. Because I am not a confrontational person. I do. I never rock the boat, like ever. Rock oh, you rocked that freaking boat! You tipped it over. <laughs> my mom and my sister are home, and my mom my sister goes, "Oh my god, Amanda's like watching something, like something like went happened at like the press conference." My mom's like, "Amanda, my Amanda, our Amanda." Because <laughs> I never ever rock the boat. I'm kind of just one of the people. I just go with the flow, kind of just take it as it is. Whatever passes by me, I just keep going. But that for some reason bothered me so bad. Oh, you were like seething. Like you could say like it it looked 
like an angry pit bull, like getting ready to go after someone. Cause you're just sitting like this holding mic. Like, I don't, I don't know how that's being a pussy, making sure that you weigh in like the rest of us. I'm like, like you could see, like, just it's getting ready to go. She's about to like get up. My favorite was like the last statement I made. She like said something. Well, notice how her like English magically got worse as she was. The more mad she got. <laughs> yeah, she just like got more against the problem. Like, by the end of it, I had no idea what she said. So you just meet, just see me go. I have no idea what she's saying. I just, <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. <laughs> it's like I, I, I can't even talk to you right now. Yeah, basically. I'm like, I don't even know what you're saying. Well, I think it's funny because it's one of those things that everybody thinks the exact same thing. Everybody thinks the exact same about, like, the stuff that she's gotten away with in, like, her career, whether it's the, like, fighting 50-year-old grandmas, like, the weight thing, the excuses, this, that, and the other. But then nobody has the actual backbone to sit there and call her out on it. Everyone's got, oh, Gabby's such a great person. I'm like, literally everybody like sees her like treating people like trash funny everyone literally was like oh dude she's so nice like blah 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 and, and then she got mad at me she said that i was disrespectful to her which i wasn't i was not disrespectful at all. i did not call her any names she called me a pussy she called me something online like came at me on, on instagram like during like one of the threads i don't even know what it was but i didn't, I didn't even ignore it i didn't care um but i'm like again not being disrespectful like you're disrespectful for not do- showing up and and taking your part into the, what we're all doing. So, yeah, it's weird. It's almost like she calls people disrespectful, this that, and the other. But then it really seems like to me, like out of everybody there, she's probably like the worst role model for girls coming up in jujitsu. Like, is that just me? Like, or am I being I, the a hole? I, I I wouldn't think she's a. I wouldn't go that far. I mean. Again, would you is, want if you had a daughter? Would you want to say, "Hey, check out this fighter. She's great," and then show her a clip of kicking a fifty-year-old like grandma in the face? Well, she unfortunately she can only fight who will take the fight with her. That's not really. I mean, I, I mean, and that lady, uh, you know. I, I mean, I they both signed a contract. They both signed the contract. You know, I look as some like so I can put it like this because because I put it into perspective as me being me um being a big dude so like when i'm at open mats and i sit there and i make and i make eye contact with somebody getting ready to roll and then i get this and then they they go and ask other people i mean i i then i'll, I'll take any role i can get so it might be your I, breath I, I don't i don't know if it's your size that one might be your breath it might be my breath i don't know but you know but the fact of the matter is i, I wouldn't say she's a bad role model i would just say that she i never said bad well you did you did i said said not a good role model that's are we are we are we splitting those hairs she's taking steroids oh (laughs) and listen wait a way to pop my bubble let her let her talk let her talk go continue because i got my own thing to say She's like, oh, I, I've done so much for women's jujitsu. And I'm like, what have you done for women's jujitsu? You take steroids and you lay on women. That's what you do for jujitsu. Like, that's what you've done. That's what you've done. You haven't done anything to elevate. You don't advocate for, like, women's pay in, like, the IBJJF. Like, I think I, a couple of them made, like, a, a, a petition. I think it was like, Anna Carolina and, like, a couple other women about the pay difference for, like, IBJJF men versus women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't even think Gabby signed it. So. 
Well, she doesn't care. She makes it very clear that she doesn't care about anybody but Gabby. Yeah. I, I think that's how she is, too. I don't know. I just know from my experience that I'm not a her fan anymore. <laughs> I mean, like, I stopped really kind of being, like, a fan of Gabby. Like, listen, I get it. Everybody's different. And especially for, like, women's grappling, it's not like it's as big of a pool as men's, which, whatever, it's growing. But... I've always sat there and kind of given the leeway. It's like, well, some people are just bigger. Like, look at Bigfoot Silva. Like, Bigfoot Silva is just, he ended up just being massive. Like, it is what it is. It happens for females, too. But it's at ADCC 2019 when I was sitting there, and then I saw her with her family. Like, nobody looks like that. There's, yeah. It's not something well, genetic. You know, that how like, tall is she? 6'3"? No, bro, she's my height. I'm 6'4". She's 6'4", 6'5". She was that bigger doesn't than happen. Me. That doesn't happen from steroids. You don't no, grow from steroids. But her sister is tall, too. Yeah. I'm pretty I mean, sure you grow, you grow this way from steroids. You grow you this grow way. That way. Yeah, this yeah. Way. But, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. Like, I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, you, you literally said, like, it, it makes me happy because it's like, okay, so it's not just me being, like, saying this. No, yeah. I I really don't think to be in the top ten if you're looking for her. Um, and... Yeah, I, that's all I gotta say. I don't. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. it just like I don't mean to like do the controversial or anything. I just that's my full on belief is that I don't think she, she would be in that division if she wasn't as big as she is. She she's kind of like I hate I, this is a this is I'm probably gonna get heat for this, but you, you'll understand it when I say it. But she's kind of a sideshow attraction. Like no, she, I said that too. I said that to my family. I literally said that. I said they were doing this for the spectacle at this point. Yeah. Yeah, because she is just so big compared to 99.876432% of the women that it's just like, what, I mean, I like the only way she could technically have a true competition is with another woman of her size or a dude of her size. That's really all that can happen. That's the only true, like... Like if they if they really want to put her jujitsu on display, put her against somebody her size, her weight, and and see what happens. But you know, that that's obviously not the case. She's not there to show off her jujitsu. Yeah, um, I think. If, well, so basically, I think even a smaller weight guy would probably beat her pretty quickly. Um, I just think. Like, and not, not that, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, like, literally, I, a new guys come in, and I try to explain this to people all the time. New guys come in, and I'll beat them for, like, a year and a half, two years. After that two-year mark, when they know how to do jiu-jitsu, it's game over for me. Like, I'll give them a good match sometimes, but some guys are just, they take and run. It's, like, the, just the, the difference in genders. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. okay with the fact that I cannot hold my own against uh brown belt or a black belt guy like a black belt guy would whoop me i that's that's how it should be i don't believe that i don't believe that i think i think you could yeah not all of them i think you could dish out some whooping probably like a legit if you're a legit black belt you should be a a guy that i would be disappointed if you couldn't whoop my ass basically because (laughs) high level competition especially when with like uh the high level guys and like uh the who's number one like that are black folks, they would freaking destroy me. And I'm like completely okay with that. And I believe that even the lighter weight guys would completely destroy Gabby because her technique I think is worse than yeah. any 
in that division for the women. So I'm still under the, the idea of that. I'd love to see you in the next ADCC. So obviously yeah. when you he heal up, say that again. I said, I'm hoping I get an invite after this. I should get an invite if I just beat the champion, right? Listen, I'll, I'll tag Mo. I'll tag Mo on this. No problem. Like I, I was going back and forth with Mo the other day talking about stuff. So listen, I'll, I'll make the push for you. No problem for sure. Yeah. Cause I would, I would love that. That'd be super cool. Who um, would you want to see now since you already competed against Gabby, then who would your like dream ADCC matchup be? Um, anyone, honestly, I just, I like going out there just to be on a big stage and competing. Well, you know what would happen, obviously. They would want the rematch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, can we do that? They would want the rematch. Yeah. Um, which, well, I mean, then again, then it comes to the thing, like, do I want the rematch at ADCC or do I want to try to get money and go to an organization mm -hmm. that's willing to pay for a rematch? I mean, I don't... It's, she's definitely not going to fight like Ryzen. Like Ryzen would be the only ones that I think would end up really doing it. Maybe one FC you get it. But I mean, PFL clearly sounds like they're treating you well. It would have to be something where like they set up a super fight at ADCC. I mean, yeah. listen, you had a super fight ADCC. I'm all in. That sounds like pretty fun to me. Like yeah. I got to get my tickets already for Vegas. That's the only reason why I want to go. I'm like, I haven't gone to Vegas yet when I was 21. So I went a couple when I was on like under 21. I haven't been there when I was like 21. I'm like 24 now. I'm like, what, what am I waiting for? So I'm like, okay, cool. I get invited. I'll stay an extra couple days. Just hang out. <laughs> Amanda's out to party. All right. Amanda's down to party. Listen, get your boyfriend. Listen, birthday, like idea. All right. Vegas, make it happen. Just throwing that out there. I'm uh, trying to help you out, bro. Um, so, Obviously, we the, we hope that the the injury is nothing major and you heal up quick. Um, besides that, what's your what's your game plan moving forward now? Um, like I said, I, I can't really uh, like I, I don't really know what I'm going to do against the side as of yet. I'm still like going back and forth. I would like to still be competing now that I'm like ranked on flow. Um, and if I get a base ADCC, that would be freaking awesome. Um, but I really, I really, really do want to keep doing more MMA stuff, um, just because it's like a newer thing for me. It's, it's, it's so exciting for me. There's like higher stakes on the line, um, and I'm like one of those people that like love these stuff for like the thrill of it. Like, I like getting myself scared and then like going out and like accomplishing it or like beating it. You know what I mean? Do you so, have, uh, do you have an MMA fight that you would want? Like, do you have someone that you would like? I wouldn't say call out, but that you would be interested in fighting next. Um, no, I, so like the CFL, they do that like season, yeah. um, they do like the seasons. So I just really want to get put into that tournament, um, for like the money and the experience and just the way they set up the PFL for like that season and the playoffs. Like I think it's a really cool concept. So I'm here for it. Yeah. And PFL has grown so much cause I did work with them when they were still world series of fighting. So, and then they did the whole transition. It's still, it's still Ray Cepho, right? Is Ray still doing everything with him? Yeah. He's yeah. awesome. He's a nice yeah. guy. He's such an awesome dude. Um, when... But most importantly, he's a, he was a, he's a fighter. Yeah. So he understands fighters. That I think that it's so, it's 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 what I think is wrong with judging in MMA is is we don't have enough fighters that are judging an MMA fight. We got old guys that did boxing. Yeah. yeah I agree. 
Sefo, Sefo is as legit as you can get, and he's a super nice guy. There was the the fight in New York last year where it was Gilbert was fighting. Damn, who was he fighting in New York? I went up there, and then the next room is Ray Sefo working with one of the guys. He just sat there taking photos and talking to him. And I've talked to him a couple of times before. He's a super nice dude. But shout out to Ray Sefo. But Amanda, I know you got. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. When I was like. One day before we were um, before my MMA fight, we were practicing because the PFL they give the quarantine stuff and all that to leave the hotel. Um, so we were like working out in the one room, and then Gray Stephanie came in. Someone was holding pads for him, watching him hit the pads. We were like, "Yeah, this is so cool." <laughs> He's legit. Listen, you don't want a body kick from Ray Sefo. I'm just throwing that out there. Like he's as <laughs> legit as they come. Um, I don't want to hold you up too long because I know you got your own stuff. You got a whole day of media Tuesday, you know, sorry. I appreciate the, the rock star time. Um, we'd love to have you back once things uh, calm down and, and you do all your stuff and talk some more. Like if we could do a breakdown of like your match and stuff or some of the other matches, you have an awesome armbar setup, like guard pull armbar setup that I love. Uh, so we definitely got to do some more stuff in the future. Um, is there anything you want to throw out there before we sign off? Um, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Derek Obito. He's a he's I've been with him for like a couple years now. He commentates like for a lot of things. He's a great commentator, um, but he's a great coach and he really um, just helped me get ready for this Gabby match. Like, we've been prepping for this for a while, and um, just having like his like support and all of his knowledge is something that I'm super grateful to have and um, just his friendship is is great so I just want to give a shout out to him because he was part of this just as much as me and my boyfriend were that's awesome well thank you very much guys make sure you follow Amanda it's Amanda Levy underscore MMA on Instagram and Amanda underscore Levy on Twitter is there any other ways that people can follow you and uh, make sure they subscribe that's it look out for my future yeah, listen, let me know about the shirts. I'm definitely going to pick one up of those. That That's going to be my, my ADCC shirt first day, just showing up. Like, Ryan Slayer. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Amanda, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for taking the time on the weekend to join us. I really appreciate it. Listen, if there's anything we can do to help you out, just please feel free to, to hit me up. Let us know. Uh, and if you're ever in South Florida, like, listen, if you want to set up a seminar or something like that, if you want to set up a kickboxing like uh, seminar, you're more than welcome to come do my my Friday class and, and teach the girls. There's a lot of girls that are, are definitely be down to, to get some advice from you. That sounds awesome. Me and my boyfriend love Florida. So and maybe we'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you guys are down here, let us know for sure. Lunch is on me. Sounds good. Thank you guys very much. Thanks, Amanda. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. See ya. Dude, how awesome is she? She is she's exactly as I expected her to be. She's just awesome, bubbly. Uh, I, I, I can't tell she, I know the, the accent, it's either New Jersey or Western Pennsylvania. No, she's like PA. I, PA. Yeah. yeah she's yeah. from PA. Hey dude, that's but awesome. She's exactly very, very personable. Very, you know, I, it was, it was great. I love the fact that she doesn't have the like fear of like being honest like everybody in jujitsu is so worried about like the politics of it that they're not going to like say the obvious of what's really going on as far as that. And I really didn't want to make it like about like a whole Gabby thing. I wanted to focus on her. But that is the story. Unfortunately. That, I, it's the I story. Mean, for now. For now. But I mean, Amanda, that's what I'm saying. Like 
I, I think she is the most underrated person out there right now. Next to Tubby, because I don't think everybody gives Tubby enough credit, but Amanda has been crushing it for years. Like I said, she won Worlds, no gi, weight and absolute in purple belt and brown belt. And she won the, the ADCC trials. She got yeah. like Maggie like in the solid armbar like twice or something like that. She beat Maggie twice. No, one time she got her back. The other like armbarred. I mean, she's legit, man. Her ground game is legit. So if she puts that same kind of energy into striking, she's going to be an absolute beast. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I mean, it's it's <clears throat> it's you know when you when you're branching into another sport, having that solid solid uh skill set to bring to to lean on is going to be incredibly beneficial to her as she moves on into mma and and gets that a little bit deeper but it's like it the fact of the matter is is, is it does it's like like when i when i talked about flow not really putting her at eight you know it's like what are they paying attention to you well, know, you know what like, I think it is? It, it definitely is slight popularity, but it's also, if you look at the win ratio, like Gappy doesn't compete as often, but there's no one that's going to sit there and really submit her. So since she didn't get submitted, it doesn't bring her stock down. But it's no different than when they do, you know, a, um, a uh, NBA finals bracket. Like first seed goes towards the, the eighth seed kind of thing, which is whatever i mean that's what sets up the the upsets you know it's not like you're talking about the 96 bulls going up against like the miami heat or something like it's going to be more competitive in jujitsu because <coughs> excuse me the the difference in skill level isn't as wide varying as people think it is um especially with the the newer people i think a lot of it now is going to be um a lot of sandbagging or, or, you know, people going up against, um, padding their records. I think that's probably going to be the next thing in jujitsu. That's going to be an issue. There's going to be a lot of people padding records. Um, yeah, but I don't think here's the thing with jujitsu. I don't think records really matter. Like it's, they it's, will, they will, they don't right now, but they will. It's one it's, of those things that it's just, it's bound to happen because, you're talking about, and they should, 100%, they should, you know? It's not like boxing where you can, like, have a fight once, you know, every six months or something like that. Jiu-Jitsu, you can go compete, you know, every that, But every that's month. why I think, that's why I think the records are less, um, less important because everybody can have an off day in jiu-jitsu, whereas boxers, MMA fights, you get two to three a year. You know, you know, and I mean, at, they have the, off days. Yeah, I understand that. But like <clears throat> the record really means something when you have three to four months to to prepare for one opponent where at a tournament you could be going up against multiple people. And it's like, See, I just I, like I think it's, it's it's not the same. It's it's really not the same. But that's just like I said, it's, I don't it's I don't disagree favorite. with you if you're looking at it from a IBJJF stats point of view compared to individual promotions point of view if you're talking about ibjjf yeah whatever because if you look at it that way like the last time i competed last year was i lost my first match won my seconds but i still ended up winning the match 
in the finals against the person that I lost again in the first one, and I won, and I come out first place. That's kind of bullshit, even to me. I mean, listen, I took first yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, you were two and one, and, and and lost to the guy like and. I lost the first one to the guy that I beat in the finals, which that yeah. doesn't make sense to me in that kind of a bracket. But if you're talking about something like this, where this setup or ADCC kind of setup, where you're talking about you have a match, this record counts, then it's going to start counting more. And it's going to be more things like that, where it's going to be a, you know, a, a specific stat does count towards who you are. And Gordon, you can see Gordon tries to do it all the time where he says, you know, ADCC fights, wins this or, way. Like or he said, he said he's, he's been undefeated for so long. And like like when Ushesha fought, they, they read his jiu-jitsu record as a black belt, 100-something 14, yeah. which is, is crazy when you think about it. Let me see, like, um, what Ushesha's record is. And here's the funny part. If you look up Amanda on BJJ Heroes, like most of the time they don't count like the lower belt wins, but because of her skills and it's, it's funny that it says it on the description. It's a unique situation with Amanda that they were willing to go back and take her lower belt wins into consideration because of who she beat and who she competed against. Um, yeah. Like Bushisha is just like, non-stop man he's got what's the fight total 138 wins uh and 14 losses even if it was muay thai you'd be like oh shit like that's that's nuts you know yeah he he his his jujitsu record is a bit crazy and and i can understand bringing that up right i can understand i mean if you look at it dude oh i didn't even know that I, oh, that's I don't know if I believe that one then, dude. What? He went undefeated for for so long, not undefeated, but he had so many fights that he won without any losses. That it's kind of crazy if you look at his record. He beat Gilbert in Nogi Worlds in 2010, and if you look at him now, there's no way you guys are in the same bracket. It's nuts, but he he competed against Kavaka. That's what I was saying. Isn't that his coach? Yeah. Dude, Kavaka is also one of the probably most underrated jujitsu competitors and coaches of all time. If you want to see an absolute beast, someone who's got serious, serious um, experience and knowledge and skills, Kavaka. Look up uh, Rodrigo Kavaka, man. He's absolutely nuts. Um, man, I can't. I can't say enough how awesome Amanda is. Like I said, I've been a fan of hers since I saw her compete at uh, ADCC in 2019. Um, she fought against Anna. Um, and it's funny because on the mat next to her, like I said, it was, was Gabby. And things kind of come around that way. But I am I'm glad to see that it's not just, you know, it's not me, the purple belt, saying something. It's a legit championship world-class grappler saying the same thing it's like if it wasn't for her size she wouldn't be winning anything which well, I, it, I agree i mean look when i go against people it's they're my size you know and and that's how it should be you should be going against people your own size well it's funny because the last couple of times that i've seen you compete you were the smaller one 
size-wise, maybe not weight-wise, but physically size-wise, when you went up against, um, what was his face? When you hurt your, your hamstring. Oh, Gonzaga? Gonzaga. Gonzaga was yeah, bigger than you. Tall, definitely taller, yeah, for yeah. sure. And but I mean, when I got... Yeah. I was surprised that, like, I, I was... I expected him to be... Like, not that he wasn't strong, but as big as he looked, I expected him to be stronger. I think that he wasn't... That might have been one of those things where he was just going easy. Not saying that he was had to go easy on you, but he was probably no. trying to gauge his strength. You think so? No, not at all. Not at all. Oh, what, it, it, you, you know from the immediate lockup. When yeah. you're competing, there is no, there's no I'm holding back. Uh, there's, there's just go or not go, and yeah. and like you know, it's like just just pushing him i was surprised you know i was like oh wow I like and he was strong don't get me wrong i just for his size i expected right. him to be like and it happens sometimes yeah yeah it happens sometimes where there's guys like man i thought this guy was going to be a lot stronger than that i shouldn't have been able to move him so easy but it's funny because when you brought that up you're ultra heavy and i moved up to ultra heavy i got so tired of fucking weighing and worrying about weight and it's fortunate because we're the size where we can make that decision and be okay. Yeah. What, 80% of the people out there, 90% of the people out there can't do that. They have to cut that weight. Oh, screw that, man. I My heart goes out to you guys because it sucks. It sucks. And it's, you know, granted, it's not that we get to eat whatever we want. It's just, you know, we're naturally genetically gifted. It's, it's a gift and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna get comments for that one for sure, man. Uh, my weight's all in my penis. I carry I carry it on my hips. <laughs> all my weights in my hips. That's funny. Um, guys, thank you so much for hanging out today. We appreciate you. We appreciate everybody that's always sending out messages. Um, actually, you know what? Before we go though, there is something I wanted to talk about. Let me backtrack one more time. We didn't talk about this last time. Dylan Danis getting arrested. <laughs> Well, you know what? We need to save this one because this is going to let's save it because there is a lot to unpack there. There's a lot. And I, I think that's a, that that could lead us to a whole episode. All right. Because we'll there's wait. a lot. I was so because, mad at myself for miss it, for forgetting it because I had it. Yeah, written down and yeah. Everything. Th that that's like a, especially now with all everything that's that's like the guy what doesn't even train the, the bouncer didn't even train and like stop it's stop like, stop stop because you're gonna get me so, fired up all right there's so much i think we should save it i know i'll say this though i know that um what's his face um from new york uh Tom like, Blass? no the his old coach Oh, oh, Marcelo. Uh, Marcelo. I know, I know Marcelo is, was sitting there looking at the news. You dumb piece of shit. I knew you would. <laughs> I, like, I should. Like this is why I took away your black belt. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Please don't forget to check out Jiu-Jitsu Radio on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the little bell, the notification bell, so I'll let you know anytime we post something new. And don't forget to check out the Twitch channel. We got a lot of cool stuff lined up on the Twitch channel as well. Go follow Sean, at Gorilla Boy BJJ. He's on TikTok now too, evidently. No, so, but I don't I don't post anything. I just watch. He just he goes I just to love look at watching all the, the TikToks. Yeah, all the big booty chicks, you know. No, it's one hundred percent. It's a lot of uh recipes for the air fryer and dogs. 
That's what my my feed is. Air fryer recipes and dogs. It kind of sounds weird, like you're going to air fry some dogs. Thank you so much. Big shout out to Amanda Levy. Please go ahead and follow her on Instagram and Twitter. Go show some love. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.